Welcome to Branding for Believers. It's Dr. Shante, and welcome to another episode of Branding for Believers podcast, the podcast that equips entrepreneurs and influencers with the tools, the faith, and the confidence to believe bigger in their dreams. I don't know about you, but this year truly is flying by. We are almost at June, which means the year is like half over. And I know it seems like we just got started, but time definitely is flying by. And I just want to get a couple of reminders, a couple of announcements, actually, as we segue into the summer season. One, do not forget to get your tickets to the Faith Summit. We are already at our cap for Chicago. And so I'm going to add 20 more tickets because I want you guys in the room. And I know that some of you have great intentions on coming, but you just have not made that commitment yet for whatever reason. So I've added 20 more seats. And when they are gone, they are gone. So make sure that you head to BelieveBiggerSummit.com and make sure that you get your tickets for the Faith Summit. You want to be in the room. You do not want to miss it. Also, brothers and sisters, I have a tremendous treat for you. The entire month of June, we are doing a wealth and finance series. I told you guys a few episodes back that this was going to be in the pipeline, that this was going to be in the works, and it is finally here. I have an amazing, amazing lineup of financial experts and wealth builders, and trust me, this is going to be one of those ones where it's going to be a clinic. You're going to want to take notes. You're going to be sharing this with your friends because they are dropping some golden nuggets in this series. And so next week, which I believe is June the 1st, we will drop our first episode. So make sure that you pay attention to the lineup and all of the juicy details. I will be sharing those on social media at Dr. Shante Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And last but certainly not least, I always feel like when I do these things in the beginning, like it's doing church announcements, even though that's not what this is. This is not the church announcements. But I have been given this a lot of thought. I mean, a lot of thought. And the reason why I've been given it so much thought is because it's a brand related decision. And anytime you make brand related decisions, you want to make sure that you deliberate very carefully about it and that if you pivot, that you pivot in a way that makes sense. And I'm going to be doing some pivoting with this podcast only slightly. I'm going to be changing the name of the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, I have been given this a lot of thought. Um, one of the things that I realized is that we talk a lot about business and branding and entrepreneurship, but we also talk a lot about life, you know, and the struggles and some of the things that we deal, deal with that keep us from pursuing our purpose and achieving our goals and answering the call that God has placed over our lives. And so... Soon and very soon, there will be a slight name shift in the podcast to Believing Bigger with Dr. Shante. So instead of branding for believers, it will be Believing Bigger with Dr. Shante. See, not a huge major change, but I think that Believing Bigger is that is the cornerstone and like the bedrock of my platform. That is what I'm about. That is what I preach. That is what I teach. That is what I believe. That is my truth. That is what I want to be your truth. And so branding for believers is going to take a slight shift from uh, branding for believers to 
Believing Bigger with Dr. Shantae, and I'm looking forward to it. So be looking for that change to occur around about July. I'll be reminding you guys all throughout the month of June so that if you go looking for me in iTunes, like, where the heck did she go? Did she take the podcast down? No, I did not take the podcast down. It's just a slight name change. Um, and so be looking for that in the month of July. Okay, you with me? All right, good stuff. So let's jump right into our content. Our content for today is going to be coming from our guiding thought from today, actually, is going to be coming from the book of James, starting with the first chapter and the second verse. And it says, count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you fall into various trials and temptations, because you know that the testing of your faith produces patience or in some versions, it says perseverance. And verse four says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And that is what we want to focus on on for this episode, not lacking anything. I will tell you, I will be the first to tell you, I am not a patient person. I hate to wait. I I am that person that gets fidgety in the doctor's waiting room. I'm, you know, if, if I'm waiting for somebody to come outside because I'm going to pick them up and they're taking too long, I'm calling them within two minutes like, what are you doing? I'm outside. What is it? And that is that God has been dealing with me with that. Oh, my gosh. For years, he's still dealing with me because sometimes we find ourselves in a place where we know that God has called us to do something. We've answered the call. We've stepped up to the plate and we start making moves. But things are not happening either the way we thought that they would happen or they're not happening at the pace that we thought that they would happen. And we start looking at God like, okay, so what you doing? Hello? 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 Is my call getting through? Do we have a bad connection? Like, Lord, what's going on? Because I'm starting to get discouraged and my bills are due and I've invested and I haven't seen a return on my investment. So what are you doing? What's going on up there? And... I want to take a moment to to unpack that that process, that process of of waiting. The Bible says, let patience have its perfect work or let perseverance have its perfect work so that you might be whole and complete, lacking nothing. Some of you are in a place right now where you have jump the gun, where you try to speed things up, where you either paid extra money to try to speed it up, or you made investments of time or energy into people, into resources to try to speed things along, and things did not work out. And I want to use for a an illustration for this podcast, Abraham and Sarah. Now, Abraham and Sarah, for those of you like who, um, all the way, all the way back in the book of Genesis, Abraham the father of many nations, God had promised Abraham a son. He had promised him an heir. Many of you are familiar with this story. And when he made that promise, Abraham was knocking on the doors of a hundred. Okay. So he was, he wasn't no spring chicken. Okay. He was not a young sprout in the, in the prime of his youth. He was actually an old man and Sarah was not far behind. She was knocking on the door of 90. And when God had promised Abraham a son, Sarah had actually laughed to herself like, really? What I look like having a baby at 90 years old. Now you're going to bless me. Okay. You know, I'm well beyond in my years, but God had made that promise. And so they did like many of us do. They sat and they started to wait for the promise. 
But like many of us, again, when things did not happen as they thought, when the process was not happening as they had hoped, when month after month went by and Sarah was not pregnant, Sarah started to rationalize. She started to sit alone with her thoughts and she decided that she was just going to help God out. She started to second guess the promise. She said, well, God promised you a son. Didn't necessarily mean that it was going to come from me. So let's just see if we can just speed this process along so that, you know, we can produce a child. In which case, she told her husband to go in and sleep with his 20, her 20 something handmaiden. Now let's put this in perspective. You are old man. You are old cat. You know, you, <laughs> you know, you that uncle at the family reunion, like, hey girl, how you doing? You know, like that's who you are. And your wife tells you, gives you the green light to go ahead, the grow ahead to go in and produce a child with a young woman, with a woman that's, that's, less than half your age, okay? Somebody that's young enough really to be your own child. What man do you know wouldn't jump at that? You know, because I'm sure Sarah was urging and she was pleading and she was like, no, 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 it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. You know, just just go ahead, just do it. And Abraham listened to her and went into her handmaiden, Hagar. And you guys know how the story goes. Hagar got pregnant. She produced a child. I talk about this in my book. The child's name is Ishmael. And all of a sudden, Hagar starts walking around the house. You know, she was the quintessential side chick, but she started walking around the house and talking to Sarah like she was the main chick. And obviously there was conflict because of that. And Sarah started blaming Abraham. And Abraham said, well, this is your servant. So, you know, you do what you want to do with her. And ultimately, Sarah put her out of the house. It was a hot mess. This is why, you know, like when these shows that come out like Scandal and and Empire, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, this is, I'm telling y'all, been there and done that. Scandal was, Scandal was in the book of Genesis, okay? The entire Old Testament is nothing but a big soap opera, but I digress. So back to Sarah's choice. I want you guys to put yourselves in Sarah's shoes. Some of you in your life right now have an Ishmael and Ishmael is the child that was born out of a lack of faith in God. Ishmael is, represents fear of God not fulfilling his end of the bargain. And even today, you know, the, the results of that choice, the conflict between the Israelis and Palestinians exist because of that one choice, because of that one failure to believe God at his word. And so I bring that to you because some of you are in that place where you know that you are walking in purpose. You know that you are doing what God has called you to do. You've laid the groundwork. You have sown the seeds. You've been consistent. And it just seems like nothing is happening. And some of you are tempted or maybe have already been tempted to take matters into your own hands and you have an Ishmael either on the way or you already have an Ishmael in your life. There are some, there's something, someone that you can look at in your life and point to and say, that is when I did not wait on God. That is when I decided to take matters into my own hands and do it myself. And whenever you choose fear and doubt over faith and standing on the promise, there's always going to be 
a consequence for that. That that choice is always going to bear fruit. If you look at your life in total, if you look at your life over the grand scheme of things, all of our lives are results of the choices that we've made. And I want you to think about for a moment, contemplate how many of your life's choices were based in fear versus the choices that were based in faith. And what was the resulting consequence, the resulting emotion, the resulting fruit of the choices made in fear versus the resulting, the rewards of the fruit and of the choices that were based in faith. And so I just wanted to really just come by in this podcast and just encourage you. The word of God says that let patience have its perfect work. In other words, let it run its course. I know that's hard. I know that's a struggle. I know, especially in this world of social media, when it seems like everybody's life is just lives and brands are just coming up roses and yours is just struggling and stagnant. And you're wondering what's wrong with you and, and, and how come people aren't responding to you the way that they're responding to other people. Don't get that's the wrong conversation to be having with yourself. What you need to do during those moments is just continue to stand and trust and be consistent. The fact of the matter is, is that only what you feed will grow. So if you choose to feed your fear, that is what's going to grow. If you choose to feed your doubt, that is what's going to grow. But if you choose to feed your faith, if you continue to be consistent, if you continue to walk worthy of your calling, that is going to produce fruit. And I said, you know, many, many episodes ago, back in the first season about, you know, waiting for your season, you can't rush a blessing, okay? Your blessing does not have a deadline. It has a due date. It's already in the air. It's already in the atmosphere. God sees what you're doing. He honors your commitment. He honors your faith. You know, the word of God says that without faith, it is impossible, meaning not possible, unable to please him. So without faith, it is impossible to be in alignment with what God is calling you to do. So don't abandon your faith in this moment. Don't abandon the work that you've done. Don't abandon the platform that you've built. Don't abandon the audience that you've built. Don't abandon the people that you've been called to serve. Hold on in those moments. So for example, I recently read an article about a number of people who did not achieve success until after the age of 40. I often reference Vera Wang, you know, who didn't start sewing her first, you know, dress and and start to build a brand until she was 40. But Julia Child, you know, who became synonymous with culinary and French cuisine, she didn't start until after she was 40. Samuel L. Jackson, whom has starred in many movies, blockbuster hits, did not get a role in Spike Lee's Jungle Fever until he was 43 years old. Stan Lee, who is the father of Marvel Comics, Think about how huge Marvel is as a brand. It's an American icon. It is folklore. It's part of the experiences and childhoods of millions of Americans and people all across the globe. Stan Lee started that just shy of his 40th birthday. He was 39 when he was writing his first comic. So some of you are in that place where you're thinking that too much time has passed or that, you know, it's too late for you. But, you know, in the same way, when Sarah questioned God, when Abraham questioned God, he 
questioned her. He said, is anything too hard for me? And so, so what that you're 90 years old? I'm God. Do you know who I am? And so some of us have to bring ourselves back down to, to earth and just kind of get grounded in our faith a little bit, not to abandon ship, but to, to remember, you know, is anything too hard for God? If he's promised you something, no matter when he promised it, is it too hard for him to bring it about? Remember, God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he makes mistakes, meaning he's not a human being that he should commit error. And so if he cannot lie and he cannot commit error and he promised you that he was going to do something, if he was going to manifest something in your life, then all you have to do is just hold on to the promise. I say all the time, faith will bridge the gap in those moments of doubt. And if you don't have it, if you don't believe it, if you can't muster up the wherewithal to stand on his word and believe what he told you, that's where you begin to crumble. That's where you begin to miss your blessing. And I don't want that to happen to any of you because I, I love that song that says, you know, I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. I don't believe that God has brought you this far to just drop you off a cliff. He hasn't brought you this far to abandon you. He knows exactly what you need. He knows exactly who you need to connect with. He knows exactly what steps need to take place prior to. You know, as a college professor, I deal with students all the time and many of them try to get into classes. Many of you have, have experienced this, if you, especially if you have a college degree or try to take college courses, where there are some courses that you cannot access unless you've taken the prerequisite course for it. Meaning, there are some classes that you want to take that are at a higher level that you can't get into that class unless you've taken the courses that are underneath that, that are at a lower level. That's where some of us are in our businesses and our brands, entrepreneurship. That's where some of us are spiritually. We want to take that top level class. We want to take that capstone course. We just want to finish the degree and get our diploma and run across the stage and be off to the races and all of the rewards that that brings. But we haven't taken the prerequisite courses. And so that's what God is doing with some of us right now. He's walking us through some of those prereq courses, some of those general education requirements so that we can get a strong foundation for what's going to be necessary to excel and achieve and thrive in those higher level, higher division courses. So just hold on. I wanted to, to just stop through in this podcast today to just really encourage your spirit. I know that it gets hard sometimes, it gets tough sometimes, and sometimes we just need to be reminded that God is still there, that nothing is too hard for him, that he's not a man, that he can lie to us. And so if we believe and truly hold on to that at our core, then we can have confidence and most of all, peace, knowing that the trying of our faith is going to produce patience. And when patience has had its perfect work, we will be whole and complete, lacking nothing. That's not Dr. Shante. That is straight out of the book. So whole and complete, lacking nothing. That's my desire for you. So thank you for joining me for this episode. Don't forget to tune in next week because I'm telling you good, good stuff with the Wealth Series. And do not forget to register for the Faith Summit Chicago. I've added 20 seats. DC, I will see you guys the week after Chicago. And of course, as always, if you have comments, takeaways, anything of the sort, you can hit me at Dr. Shante Says on Twitter and Instagram. 